इंडो अमेरिकन न्यूज रेडियो इंडिया न्यूज यूएस न्यूज वर्ल्ड न्यूज मूवी रिव्यूज एंड लोकल कम्युनिटी राउंड अप एवरी सैटरडे फोर टू सिक्स पी एम ऑन मसाला नाइनटी एट Welcome back everybody this is Indo American News Radio the regular interview segment for the next 2 hours we're going to be talking to people who are uh, well known within the community in fact two, these two people probably have more of a following than they don't really need an introduction uh, but we'll we'll get into that in a minute right now uh, we're very happy that you took the time to stay with us during the uh, Indo American News Radio and uh, while you do the lineup i'm going to see about the temperature in this room that you've turned down yeah. so much jawahar you have to stop accusing people <laughs> fake accusations are not good okay pramod this is you really really right. unfair so, so but, I but pramod i did not touch the thermostat okay she well. looked at the thermostat and it went down <laughs> <laughs> yes. we are not going to have this anymore jawahar no more no more no. okay folks uh, now uh, getting down to serious business here's the guest lineup for today march 4th and you are listening to inner american news radio and our program is on 98.7 fm you can also listen to us on the masala radio app by monday you can hear the recorded show on podcast which is uploaded on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts pocket casts radio public and breaker Please do support our show select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates and please 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 do give us a five star rating that would really help us to go a long way Right now the emphasis worldwide is on electric vehicles as a way to reduce our carbon footprint and global warming Gravity Energy has anticipated the growing need for EV charging infrastructure and uh, manufacturing installing and operating Uh, level 2 and high speed level 3 chargers across the US so joining us today at 5 pm to describe for how this industry will grow is gravity energy co-founder hubert vaz nayak also stay tuned in for news roundup views sports and movie reviews to be featured on our show or to advertise please contact us at 7137896397 or at indoamericannews@yahoo.com and please do visit our website indoamerican-news.com to track all current stories and remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years right thank you so much sanjali and i just wanted to point out to that part that you just mentioned something that's very important we all of our shows become podcasts correct and on monday they are all turned into a podcast they uploaded on seven platforms apple google breaker public and spotify. and spotify yes and so for the last three and a half years you can catch every single show on the podcast there is no other indian radio program that does this mm-hmm. and here's the here's the interesting thing we did this uh, interview with uh, rishi butara Mm-hmm. Um, yes i think Couple two weeks. two weeks ago yeah yeah so what we offer as a service for some for the people who actually come in for the interviews is we we edit the interview so that the, the show we edit the show so it's only the interview or only certain segments and you so, can use it f- for future yeah so reference. rishi butara uploaded the he he actually uh, made a he he linked it on twitter with other people that he knows mm-hmm. 
we have had over 300 hits. Oh, that's tremendous. In one day. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Hindu American Foundation. So yeah. what I'm trying to sh- uh, share with people out there is that this is a very powerful marketing tool for you if you want to use it. But you have to be able to realize what we can do for you, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's worth the money, by the way. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> right. So with that, you it's, were going to say... It's priceless. It's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put a, a dollar value to it. Right. This yes. is what Ajay Banga was saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's MasterCard. MasterCard. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now he's going to do World Bank. Is he confirmed? No, he's been nominated and everybody seems to like the right. nomination. Right. The top three executives of the World Bank would end up being Indian. Wow. That's huge. Folks, we'll be right back. This is Indo-American News Radio. No. Get on the Indo-American News Radio quiz show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM. Every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. With Jawahar, Sanchali, Pramod, and Jyoti. Uh, we're now joined by our next guest who's in the studio with us. And Sanchali, would you like to tell us a little bit about him? Sure. So we have the uh, you know privilege of having Hubert Vaz Nayak join us again in the studio. He has joined us in a different capacity earlier, but today he's joining us in a different capacity. So he's a co-founder, board member, and the head of sales, marketing, and strategy yeah. For Gravity Energy, Texas's fastest-growing electric vehicle charging infrastructure operator, Hubert's involvement in the EV charging industry began in 2016 when the private equity fund that acquired EVgo from NRG Energy engaged him to lead the efforts to extract EVgo from NRG and stand it up as a standalone company. EVgo was then relocated to California and eventually taken public. EVgo is now one of the largest EV network operators in the U.S. Today, Hubert is involved with Gravity Energy, which is headquartered in Houston and is one of the only full turnkey EV charging infrastructure operators in Texas. In the short while since the company was started in 2021, it has become the fastest growing EV charging infrastructure operator in the state. The company has also started manufacturing its own level 2 chargers in India and later this year will become one of the very few companies in the world manufacturing high-speed level 3 chargers. Wow, that's quite a bit. I don't even know what level 2, level 3, all of that is. So that's where you come in, Hubert. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show again. It's lovely having you you on our show again. Yes. Yeah, Hubert. You have such a radio voice, I tell you. (laughs) No, seriously. Yes. You do. Are you saying something here? His voice is suited for the radio. Are you saying that he should be at the mixing board? He has a lot of bass. Yes, his voice is just suited for the radio. In any case, uh, Hubert, tell us about uh, um, the company and what it does. Yes, because I have uh, friends who own uh, electric cars and they're very unhappy that there are not enough chargers. Well, there aren't enough and that's the scary thing, right? I mean, when you think about it... um, we see a lot of uh, electric cars on the road, and that's really small compared to how much you know we expect to see on the road in the coming 10 to 15 years, especially with states like California and New York have already mandated that you know, 100% of cars that are so, uh, sold in those states have to be electric by 2035. The auto manufacturers themselves are saying you know, they're going to do that. But 
it's not like it's going to happen overnight, right? I mean, we've got almost 300 million gasoline and diesel vehicles on the roads in the U.S. That's 300 million charging stations. Well, no, most probably, we not mean 300 million charging stations, but no. we'll need a lot. I mean, they're saying we're going to need about yeah, $100 billion have, dollars of yeah. infrastructure put into the ground for mm-hmm. charging, public charging. It's not even home charging. How many gas stations are there? In, uh, I think there are 85,000 <laughs> gas stations, so that, if I'm not that, mistaken, that around many, the U.S. At least so that, at many. Least that we'll many. Need, many. No, we'll need yeah. more than that. Remember, yeah. the, the, the gas station of the future doesn't have to be in a gas station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it can yeah. be in a busy parking, uh, you know, on, in a parking lot on a busy street. Well, that, that's right? why I'm saying there'll be millions of charging stations because each star charging station, level three, for example, it can have four ports in it, for example. And so each port is four gas, cars. Yeah, it, gas it depends. If you, if you go you, to Tesla, yeah. yeah, they'll have one, you know, dispensing power unit and they'll have typically four ports to it. Mm-hmm. Um Probably ours are, are more like, you know, ours, our level three really high-speed charging stations are more, they look more like a gas pump. Oh, okay. And they'll have two ports to them. Hubert, right. uh, gas stations you fill up in like, say, 10 minutes. But ten minutes. these charging stations, they take forever. Well, level three is actually That's quite, quite fast. Yeah. It depends. So, so the yeah. new, the really high-speed ones, yes. those are also 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20. To take them up to 80%. Well, generally, they don't recommend you charge a battery more than 90% mm-hmm. um, unless you really have to do a long road trip. So, yeah, you'd want to charge it about that. But most of the time, the most cost-effective, most time-effective is going to be in your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The challenge is that more than half of America right now lives in rental properties, um, you know, apartment complexes. Yeah. And people are str- already struggling when the number of EVs out on the road is pretty minuscule right mm-hmm. if you go to most tesla tesla has thirty-five thousand charging ports around the country mm-hmm. and most of them are backed up mm-hmm. and the yeah. number of you know while tesla has a lot of the market share of evs the number of absolute number of cars they have out there is really small right right and so that's a scary thing that, that we're going to have to put in hundreds of thousands and millions and millions of these ports around the country while people are also go to be putting them in their homes right right uh. because your cars are sitting stationary 90, 95% of the time, you know, True. you drive to work, they're sitting there, you drive back home, they're sitting there overnight. So people they don't care about the speed when they, they are, they, the car's parked for a long time. They say, oh, at home, it's cost, most cost effective, plug it in and it charges up over seven that's, or eight or nine hours and they're good with that. That's mm-hmm. what now, most people do. But Hubert, what's your pricing model? Because Tesla, uh, their charging stations are free for their customers. The first year. Oh, okay. The first year. And if you buy a car from anybody else, you get the first year typically free at EVgo. Okay. And in some cases, there's a company called Electrify America, which is uh, which was started up by uh, Volkswagen. Uh-huh. And the reason that was started by Volkswagen was because they were fined, as you may recall, in the diesel scandal. Right. Yes. Um, and so they were fined by the federal government, and $2 billion of that had to be carved out to install charging stations around the country. 800 million of that was is allocated for just California. Oh, okay. The same way, by the EVgo was also kind of started off to a certain extent because NRG was chastised by the government for for electricity price gouging in California. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, these are the See, things that the started penalties. up part of our charging industry, right? Well, uh, l- let me go back a little bit here. Um, you mentioned people can pr- plug in the chargers at home and wait for seven or eight hours for the cars to be charged up. So there's a, and there's a difference between a level two and a level three charger. Sure. So explain what that difference is. So level two is a small, is a slow charger. 
you know that's what you would have with the house yeah the plug point and the power is very similar to your uh, your uh, washer dryer oh. yeah home okay. 240 yeah exactly and that one you will charge up you know about 20 to 30 miles an hour oh you would realize you would keep in mind that the power can be supplied at a certain speed but the decider of how much power you're going to take in is really the car Uh-huh. right so even if you plug in at a super high super char- speed you know of 100 150 200 250 kilo uh, uh, kilowatts the car is going to dictate and determine how how quickly it wants to take the power so the battery is going to dictate the battery sometimes the ambient temperature mm-hmm. you know that's why batteries kind I of think there is an issue in temperature Right. and also then how where in the charge cycle it is so mm-hmm. initially it will come in really fast and then the then the battery will say hey slow down slow down like i you know need to sort this out and as it gets fuller it starts slowing down and hubert uh, isn't doesn't the industry have a challenge in uh, cold weather uh, for charging so, so cold weather yeah cold weather will be you know should Very be difficult. technically slower and that's something that's you know the industry has to figure out industry has to figure out where all this power is going to come from uh-huh. traditionally when we, our, our conventional wisdom is that power at night is in is in, in surplus you know yeah. in texas you can get plans where you don't pay for power at night right, right. Mm-hmm. but now that's going to start flipping because when cars go home and start charging up yeah, you're going to have would... to figure out well there's a lot of power being consumed in the day you yeah. know in, in offices the, and industry and at night the cars are sucking it out right? Houston right. weather so much flooding i think during those situations also i've heard that electric cars have an issue and you know the batteries get affected batteries get affected when people drive into water yes right? yeah. so but that's for it, any kind of car sometimes you know when well but, but the batteries is a little worse because remember the batteries are at the bottom Submerged. yes yeah. they get those yeah. cars are low especially right, teslas right, right? tesla so exactly that really screws around the with, 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 the, with the cars his, yes. yeah car yes. was so coming back to your earlier question jawar so level 2 is you know the slower one the level 3 technically starts off at 30 kilowatts right no one does it the starting point is typically 50 60 kilowatts mm-hmm. uh the really high speed so is about 150 180 200 you know uh, abb some porsche is planning to do 350 oh wow it means you can fill the whole thing up in 7 minutes flat right, right. Uh, but the car has to be able to handle that yeah. and but what you also realize is when you kind kind of start putting these systems in the power requirement is huge mm-hmm. so a lot of people come to us, oh we like to put in this high speed one especially when we have a pricing model where you, whatever you pay us up front we'll have a way for you to recover it through um depreciation tax savings federal tax credits rebates kind of almost comes to a wash right and you're taking basically especially you know if you 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 got a hotel or something with two parking spots you put one of these stations in there we we can show you how to convert that into actual money maker right mm. because you got two passive parking spots you put one of these these stations these are really high speed stations and there people come and charge up you're making a good amount of profit on it mm-hmm. the challenge is whether you have enough power to supply those stations right mm-hmm. and just a 60 kilowatt unit with two uh, ports will require uh, about 175 amps of extra power right right we put two of them recently into the full share the the site owner had to uh had to arrange for a, a extra transformers and extra power to be brought in over there mm, well, and yeah. those things as you It's know in your business challenge. those are not cheap things yeah, so challenge. so what is the price point of a level 2 charger and a level 3 charger it depends on what kind of setup you Let's have so if six, you go to a competition 
Mm-hmm. Suppose you go to a competition for a level two charger, charge point will sell you one station with two ports for 15,000. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go find your own electrician, your own person to dig in the ground, your own concrete person. By the time you're done, you, it's about $30,000 from our competition. Mm-hmm. Come to us. We'll do this typically for about 10000 It's headache-free. It's, we design, install so, permits. So level two. Yeah, and we'll install four of those stations uh, for, for $10,000 cash up front. Well, this is gravity energy. This is gravity energy. Okay. So, but, and so, what about the level three charger? Those depend on where you want them, what speed you want. Those so, obviously run you know, much, much more. Uh, but there's a big, Hubert, big, there's a uh, big difference there a, between the level two and level three pr- price big point. Difference. Yeah, big of difference course. in price yeah. point, but of, of course, those are things you only want to really put in, in a gas station or exactly. you put in, in, a, in a parking lot, lot that has a lot of traffic. Movies, yeah. theaters. Yeah. 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 Right, you know, Hubert, it does kind of make sense to have the electric chargers in existing gas stations, doesn't it? It does, but, you know, like if you look at... They some, have in to, fact, I just passed a new... So Shell has gotten to this in a big way. Okay. Oh, really? So Shell bought the TimeWise gas station network, which is, I think, two or 3,000 locations. Right. Um, and they, a month ago, bought the fourth largest public company in our space, a company called Volta. You may uh-huh. have seen them, you know, when you go to a, uh, a mall or yes. you're, you're at a Coles or something, you'll see this huge six or seven foot high LCD screen. Yes. Uh, and so their whole business model, which is, in my opinion, quite broken, is they sell advertising, you get a free charge up. Oh, okay. A level two. Really? Which is not very much. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so I wondered wh- why Shell would have bought these guys. And, and my take is that basically it's... Um, you know, for their ability to maintain and manage and uh, a network nationwide. Mm. It's a skill set that the two 800-pound gorilla, gorillas in our space are blink charging and chair charge point don't necessarily have because yeah. they are just equipment resellers, right? So uh, look at the new shell gas stations that are being built. They've got one gas pump installed and usually they'll put a second one next to it for the but they're leaving it blank right now, which I'm assuming uh, is for a future electric station to right. do that. So, so uh, when you have a charger uh, and you plugged in your car to be charged at, at, let's say, a mall or someplace like that, will it kind of beep when it's done? If it's a fast charger, it's only 15, 20 minutes, right? Because you can't keep on leaving. Nobody else will be able to use that point if you're still hooked so in. If so you're, if you're sitting in your car, you'll see it on your, on your screen. But but if you're not, if you're not, then typically you can get a, a text sent to you, telling you, hey, and because because you want that space to be available to somebody exactly. else, exactly. And so a lot of companies have overage charges. Oh, you know, so you you yourself want to keep an eye on it because if when you you're full, you basically there, start paying a penalty. So oh. how much would an average charge be to, for a full charge uh, after so the first year? For us, for us, uh, a typical charge would be about you know twenty bucks. For a whole tank. Think of it that way. But so, it doesn't last too long. How many miles does it give? 390 miles. Yeah, you can get three. I'm like, I've, I've got a Lucid coming in. It'll give me 420 miles. So it's probably one third of the cost of gasoline. Seems like. More than that. Typically, you, you know, when they Half look at the a price. comparison uh, today, most of these cars are rated at 150, 170 miles. So I rode in a gallon. Lucid the other day. And okay. the owner, he went to charge his car at this place there's a very specific spot where he can only go and charge his car there are not that many options and then he had to wait there he couldn't leave the car but it's an inconvenience right a huge inconvenience it is absolutely and that is the challenge a lot of these 
stations are being put in places that are inconvenient mainly because some of these companies just have to put them in. I mean, we got a lot of companies that will come to, oh, I got 20 locations. I said, great, but, you know, we, we just can't come in and put 20. We'd love to do 20. Say, for yeah. instance, but it's, I'm, not, it's just not the right thing to do. So let yeah. us look at the 20 locations if I'm and we'll going, tell you which going, ones going, say, from sense. here to Dallas, you know, right. and you don't find a charging station in between, you know, I won't be able to take Charlie, that car. I've, I've had a Tesla for eight years. Uh, I was I've going never, to, that was I've my next question. I've never taken it out of town. <laughs> that have, right? I, do you drive <laughs> an electric car? So yeah. you were only limited to very... I've, I've never taken it out of town. Yeah, because you cannot. Yeah, so while on the highway, I can fill up you know but the problem is it takes a long time right and then when i get to the city what do i do i went to mount rainier yeah but tesla has a map where all the charging points are so let me tell you about that they're the best in the whole country so just imagine if the best in the country is still not good enough that means so much more it's not good enough because i went to mount rainier in washington from portland oregon same thing we were riding back and there were no tesla stations to be found then we found one where you can pay and you know but it wasn't working. So it's a huge challenge. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. So, so the infrastructure hasn't, hasn't kept up. I mean, right now, there are about 130,000 public charging ports in America. Mm-hmm. The federal government's estimate is that a quarter of them are not functioning. Wow. Really? And why? Because of the way the industry has evolved. So I'm going to give you a bit of a lecture here. Okay. Uh-huh. Because I come out of the wireless industry. Right. And if you look at your cell phone. Right. When you're in the car, your cell phone is running off a cell network. But when you're at home, what's it running off? Your Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who put the Wi-Fi network in? We did. Yeah. Individuals did. Right? right. The cell phone industry was forced to adopt it. What's happening in, 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 the, in the charging industry is the charging guys are selling the hardware, asking you to install it. They expect you to maintain and manage it. Uh-huh. Right? So the challenge is at home, it's fine. It's a simple plug. But when you're on the road, people want this high speed stuff. But if the site, o- the, you know, the, the people providing the service are required and expected to maintain and manage it and they don't generate enough revenue, mm-hmm. they're saying, you know what? I'm not going to bother about fixing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. It's what's happening is that, uh, uh, again, coming back to the wireless industry. So the wireless industry built the initial cell sites. Now they don't do it. They've handed it off to big public companies that, who do nothing else but maintain and manage cell sites. Right. right. So that's what we're saying is why are you expecting, why does the industry expect a hotel owner or an apartment complex owner to maintain and manage the equipment? We're going to do that. So are there government funds and, that's what we do. Funds and, in, government well, funds and incentives to, to plenty, for you know, but I think EV Jawar charging? Uh, looking at, are we going on yeah, a commercial we're, we're break? Gonna, we're going to be going to a commercial break in a, about 50 seconds. But when we come back, we can take Sanchali's question about government yes, incentives yes. and so on. And one other question that is a very powerful uh, uh, thing to, that, that you just touched on is, where is the electricity to power all this stuff going to come from? Correct. So, folks, Natural we're going gas. to Hubert Vaznaik. He's, uh, he's the co-founder of a company called Gravity Energy, and they involved, uh, they've been in business for about two years now, and they're involved in, in charging stations and, and installing them and, and maintaining them and so on. So um, don't go away. We'll be back with him, and we'll learn more about this new, brand new technology. Of electric vehicle charging. Right. Yay. And we will charge you up when we come back. <laughs> mm-hmm.
That's right. Indo-American News Radio. India News. US News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Mahesh's Kitchen, a fine dining restaurant, serves fusion, avocado bhel, Chinese chaat, mango habanero salmon, and traditional vindaloo curry, lasuni chicken tukada, whole pomfret. Mahesh's Kitchen, authentic organic cuisine, meets beautiful modern decor. To go and catering for up to 300. Mahesh's Kitchen, upscale Indian restaurant and bar in Sugarland Town Center. Calling DP was our best move, honey. Her over 30 years of experience helped us to choose the right cabin. Ah, you said it. And now let's take a walk on the deck in this lovely moonlight. For the best deals on Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas, call DP now at 713-468-7000 or email dp at travelexpresshouston.com. Indo-American News Radio. India News. US News. World News. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. We're back again and Sanchali, you had a yeah, question for Hubert. Yeah, welcome back everyone. We are talking to Hubert Vaznaik, who's the co-founder board member and the head of sales marketing and strategy for gravity energy which is texas's fast grow fastest growing electric vehicle that, that charging is, infrastructure that operator is, that is gravity with a ti not T-I, a ty not ty very so, catchy very, very catchy. catchy very catchy so yeah i was asking hubert just before we went to the break that what sort of government funds and incentives are there for ev charging site owners sure. i mean the the federal government last year <coughs> allocated 7 and a half billion dollars for EV charging that's a billion with a b with a b yes and sounds a lot but as i said earlier in the in in the um, program the you know back of the envelope rough estimates are that we need at least 100 billion dollars to be spent to put in this infrastructure over the next 7 to 10 years wow okay. but out of that 7 and a half billion about 400 450 million is coming to texas oh yeah, right? that's good um uh, The thing is the state of Texas has already kind of allocated where it's going to be spent. Uh-huh. So they've defined a multi-year plan where the focus this year is to put in uh what let's call them gas station or electric state charging stations along certain uh interstate highways and the rest areas. Not necessarily. So they they have defined the GPS location. The federal government says they have to be at every 50 miles. Oh, okay. And they've defined that a minimum of 450 kilowatt charges have to be installed. Oh, um, and uh, they've defined the GPS location, so they're asking for bids within a, a one-mile radius of each of those GPS locations. Mm. So and, let me. And how s- soon does this need to be completed? Sometime this year. It's, oh, it's, well, okay. Sometime this year, the bids are going to go in, and then you know, by the time by they the allocate these end things, end of twenty twenty-three. It's going to be another months, five, ten yeah. years. And then next year, we're going to focus more on kind of rural highways. and then the third year will kind of start filling in the you know yes. areas in between around but those have been defined and about 15 so, to 20 cities or towns 
have also been allocated some money. So each of them is going to have to come up with their own plans and how they expect to spend those funds. So every 50 miles on the interstate? Yes. So if... So, in other words, if you go there and you have a charger for four, with four ports, or four chargers... I, four chargers, are, typically maybe eight ports. So, so, you have to build a certain, uh, uh, some sort of parking area, some area where they, people can actually go in and, and, and sit there and wait till they're charged up. Correct. So, this is a nice place for a rest area, vending machines, mom and pop shops. Correct. <laughs> and Jawar, uh, in uh, our public library uh, owned by Harris County, they have a charging station. So you can get a book and uh, sit down and read in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, tell, I tell strip center, you know, convenience store owners, you know, how does a gas station make its money today? Mm-hmm. From the, from, from oh, the convenience yeah. store, right? right Not really exactly. from gas. Yeah. So, you know, you can tell uh, someone who owns a strip center, why don't you put it in a charging station and bring in some of that gas station traffic? Right. And then send them a coupon. Hey, I'm running a special three Cokes for the price of two. Right. So this is an opportunity to build a little enterprise of your concessions. Exactly. And everyone's putting them in. I mean, Navy, naval bases, military bases, you know, government offices. Of course, you know, their, their process for determining who to bring in is will go through the government bidding process. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, so that, that you touched on the incentives by the government, but where is the electricity going to come from? We already have a shortage of electricity at certain times of the year. Yes, I, 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 I'm, you know, I think Pramod was hitting on it. I think it's going to have to come from gas. Yeah, natural gas. Natural is gas. The uh, primary you know, source. We're seeing solar picking up, wind, you know, alternate forms of energy because, you know, traditionally we've gotten most of our electricity from coal, and that of course has come it's, down drastically. Yeah. However much our 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 uh, state leadership may curse out. Uh, EV, I'm sorry, uh, green energy. Texas yeah. leads in that. Right. Right? We right. have some the biggest wind farms and solar farms uh, in, in the country. Correct. And, uh, and when you look at natural gas, just the state of Pennsylvania has enough gas to power our needs, the whole country's needs for the next 200 years. Right. Well, there is a limiting factor. That limiting factor is copper. There's a very big shortage of copper that's looming on the horizon worldwide. For wire, you mean for, for the electric grid? For copper in general. I mean, for the grid, yes, the yeah. wire and everything. But copper ore that's being mined right now, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a big crunch coming in right yeah. now. But, but Jawar, never underestimate human ingenuity yeah. and, and resilience. We've been talking about a shortage of everything. Hydrogen, you know, that's the rub. For, for the longest time, and we find a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll find a way. I think, Hubert, what we need is European microwave... Uh, uh, power transmission. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people be talking about getting their brains fried, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, many. Europe- Some people, of course, I'll say, how do you make out the difference? <laughs> many European countries are going the hydrogen route, so mm. you know we may. So what about the new technologies? Hydrogen being one of. Well, them. Well, before we go there, there was a caller that just called in, oh, okay. and uh, or listener who just called in rather, and their question was. Uh, that she seemed to be frightened of the fact if what what if one of the batteries just dies in the car? Should they not be a backup battery for that car? Well, do you carry a backup gas tank in your car? Well, the... <laughs> <laughs> you don't. So car companies today, electric car companies, they'll send somebody to, to, to uh, tow you. I mean, that's what it is, you know. 
um, you can't like come in out there and quickly get a boost in your battery. You can't. It's very difficult to do that today. Mm-hmm. So typically, you'll have to get a pickup a truck good, to pick you up and question, take you to though. a charging yeah. station. Yeah. It's an excellent and when we have one of them every 50, 50 miles, that would the work. longest tour you're going to have to do is most probably 25 miles in either direction. <laughs> you just plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. And but, Hubert, what about uh, uh, other transportation, not just passenger vehicles, but what about uh, trucks, interstate trucks and so forth? Well, we're starting to see that happening. Yeah. Um, well, Metro yeah. just ordered a fleet of 100 new electric buses. Yeah. I mean, but the challenge with those, those vehicles is, um, is the hauling capacity. Right. Mm. So we may have read articles about uh, Tesla having launched uh, its big, uh, you know, long haul truck and is delivering the first batch or has delivered the first batch to Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla ran a test showing that it hauled, what, 80,000 pounds for 500 miles. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, from what we're hearing, the reality, you know, when it's actually getting used by Pepsi is not the case. Really? But Pepsi is using it for more intercity delivery. So they are running a couple of, you know, 100, 150 miles a day. So that seems to be working well. Of course, those batteries are huge. You know, a typical car battery will have 60, 70, maybe 100, 120 kilowatt capacity. These big semi-trucks have a 1,200 kilowatt capacity. Mm. You know, that's huge. That's Mm -hmm. true. So Tesla is having to install these massive 750 kilowatt. I mean, these numbers are, think about how many homes you could power with that. (laughs) 750 kilowatt charging capacity battery stations or charging stations that are very, very specialized can really only go in, you know, in central charging hubs. Are these like the overhead charging stations? I've seen videos where buses are coming into, driving into this area and there are like... There there are all sorts of tech. People talk about induction. You know, you put an induction charging pad in your parking garage. Right. Uh, You know, there's plenty of models. You know, there are people out there. For example, take Vision Ridge, the company, the the private equity fund that bought EVgo. They have partnered with this this other company and they have created a $1 billion fund Mm-hmm. And they are buying massive uh, lots of land along uh, interstates, and they're going to build these huge hubs to charge trucks for trucks, truck mm-hmm. hauls, right? Uh, you know, keep in mind uh, a long haul truck can, I think, legally only drive ten hours a day. Right. So fourteen hours a day, they're parked somewhere. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you can, you know, plug in and charge up slowly, they don't care whether it's charged up in an hour or not. 14 hours because they right. have to park anyway. Yeah. So does but, AAA help electric car owners in any way? I have no idea. Okay, all right. Uh, Hubert, uh, what about uh, uh, alternative technology to lithium batteries? Are there any on the horizon? Uh, there are. Uh, you know, an old friend of mine um, uh, who literally sat in the seat behind me in high school, he, uh-huh. he has started up a company that's, uh, that's really doing really well. I mean, he... Uh, uh, I think they are looking at iron technologies. Um, you know, I hear about nickel. Uh, you know, a lot of other things. Yeah. The, yeah. the challenge is weight, <clears throat> right? You go into iron straight away; it's a far more, it's a far heavier metal. When I mean, you put a lot of weight into a car, it's going to affect its uh, range. Uh, so there are going to be trade-offs, okay. right, uh, in cost and and weight and performance. Uh, but you know, over the last 
from my days in the cell phone industry, I have seen so many battery technologies, promising battery technologies right, well, over those 30 years. Almost none of them have succeeded. Yeah. Well, but, that's the challenge. Right, right. right I understand. But then for but a change he, as a species, we are investing so heavily now in yeah. materials and battery technologies. Something is Going bound to come. To come. So there's a, there's a guy called Nishay Anand, Nishay Chadda. Okay. He's just formed an alliance with Green Giant uh, it's, which is a, a Chinese company, and his is a recycling company. So he's he, he based right here in Houston. So he's taking the batteries, the old car batteries, disassembling them, and getting all the minerals and the metals out of them, and then sure. and Refurbish. refurbishing, building a brand new battery. As a matter yeah. right. Well, there's also, there's, you know, quite frankly, these cars may not have enough um, life or juice in them to power a car, but they actually have quite a lot of life to be able to power other things. Correct. Even like storage. However, if you take a look at a Tesla battery, especially the earlier cars, they are, the way they're manufactured is super environmentally unfriendly and really difficult to disassemble. And Tesla mm. just announced that they're going to be starting up a plant to refine these kind of, the lithium mm -hmm. uh, yep. so that they can produce it. Okay, we're, so, folks, we're talking to Hubert Vaznaik. And uh, Hubert, you, can I give out your number in, in case anyone wants well, to? Well, they can go to our website. Okay. It's G-R-A-V-I-T-I, gravityenergy.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can send us a message from that. We'll get it immediately or call us at that number. Right. And, and so we're available. And, and the, the emphasis of your company, Gravity yes, Energy. Yes, why should one reach out to you? Is well, to, to, because you build, we you manufacture. Build, maintain, manage. Uh, we handle the customer support, the site support, cover the warranty, the, the data hosting. All you have to do is sign the contract with us. We'll come in, install, manage it. And, you know, every month you'll get a usage report and your check. Right. right? Um, the, but the, the most hassle-free company to do business with in EV charging. And you are very cost-effective when it comes Extremely to installing. Extremely cost-effective. So if you've got an apartment complex, you've got a hotel. I mean, these are amenities you have to be providing your customers today. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when your guests are coming into your hotel, they're looking for a hotel that does have it. Right. Especially people who are on and, the road. And one, one point I'll make here, you know. Some of you may have heard of a term called uh, a, a, a town called Flugerville, Texas. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that's where Tesla's new headquarters is, right? Oh, and right outside there is a hotel <laughs> that has a long-term, multi-year contract with Tesla. Oh, mm. guess who they picked to put eight charging stations? You guys, in. exactly. All right, <laughs> really, it's a pretty decent endorsement. And right? it's a one-time deal. You know, you install it's it, a, and you all and, are maintaining again, it for them. Depreciation, so. federal tax uh, credits, and all that stuff. This thing costs you pretty close to Can't zero. Can't go wrong. So Can't once wrong. again, uh, for hotel owners who are out there who are probably very interested in what you just told them, <clears throat> as a as a back of the envelope kind of estimate, if they were to put in a level two charger or level three charger, we're looking at fifteen or twenty thousand for a level two. Four level twos with us, if you're in Texas, is, is ten thousand. Okay. Um, level three, of course, it depends on the speed, but those things start off at forty plus. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and then the the way to reach them is gravityenergy.com, right? Spot on. G R A V I T I energy.com and 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 ask for hubert <laughs> with <laughs> the radio voice right Shantari? that's right absolutely absolutely we've got another five minutes with you hubert and so uh, maybe you can have a chat gpt answer your phones <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> right. So uh, the uh, but but uh, so what's going to you, happen you, with our gasoline vehicles? What are we going to do with them? They'll be let let Hubert tackle Listen, that. They're all going to be around for a long time. A right? long time. We're going to have both modes of transportation. We're going to have both kinds of. Charging or maybe filling three, up. Maybe three types. I think yeah. hydrogen is around the horizon. Yeah. But see, the challenge with hydrogen is that no one's really investing in the fill-up, right? So I do see that at certain... Shell did. Commercial, no, you see that at commercial uh, stations that cater to trucks, for example. Yeah. I, I do see hydrogen uh, filling up for them, right? right. Because hydrogen is uh, cost-effective. It's environmentally friendly. But I think, uh, Hubert, what's happening is hydrogen is being developed at industrial levels. Exactly. So that would be the first application. And, and, and it's, it's the Betamax, yeah. Betamax situation all over again. Well, right? there's, but there's, we, had a, we had a guest on our show last mm. two years ago, uh, Gotham. Yes, I remember. And, and he talked about hydrogen. This, yeah. The type of hydrogen that you have available it makes a big difference. There's the blue hydrogen versus uh, another type, which I've forgotten. But basically, there's impurities that limit the use of hydrogen for for internal combustion engines mm-hmm. for cars. So therefore, there's that kind of thing. But he was very hopeful that it was going to start up very shortly. And Shell is on the forefront of this, right? Yeah, but they're trying to do it to uh, power industrial plants. No, actually, facilities. I, I actually had help design and build a, a, a shell gas station mm-hmm. in Baytown okay where they were actually pumping it for for truckers oh okay so it, it was like a little mini refinery out there in the mm. middle of everything yeah. so let me be realistic Hubert. Sure. we live in texas we are far behind you know in respect to having enough charging stations when can one feel comfortable that we can go long distance driving in texas and uh, use an electric vehicle what year well, there are, there are two components to being comfortable, right? One is that you're not going to spend an inordinate amount of time sitting at a charging station. So if you have a Tesla, you can actually drive across the country, you know, and, and get charged up at Tesla charging stations. No problem. You'll spend a lot of time sitting there and getting charged, right? So the speed really does matter. The second thing is once you get to that city or get to your destination, what happens within, right? So if you're staying going to a hotel that has EV charges, you're great. I mean, everything's good, right? But if you're going to go visit somebody and or you're going, you know, to be driving around in business. Rural areas, say, yeah, for that, that is the challenge. Yeah. And like like you came here in your Tesla and we don't have a charging station outside. Yeah. I mean, Sugarland, I live up in the woodlands. Sugarland is kind of the limit I'd go to. Mm-hmm. You won't believe. So for the first time earlier this week, I had to go to college station on some work. I decided to take my Tesla. I looked at you know, from the woodlands, it's 70 miles. And I was on a conference call on my way back and I got distracted. And all of a sudden, instead of coming down like 249, I'm going to hit 290. Uh-huh. And now I'm running low on juice. Right? <laughs> First time I decided to take it out of town. And there's nothing Luckily, there was a, a Bucky's with a whole bank of, um, of Tesla chargers. So oh, I went so and plugged in there. Yes. Bucky's has them. Yeah. Yes, Bucky's does have them. Um, yeah. I went to Prairie View the other day and sure enough, I saw that Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Right. So when when are we going to feel comfortable? I think we have to wait three, four, five years. I think once a lot of these stations, well, while the the, the federal funds are going into the ground, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't mean that individual businesses are not you know doing their bit too. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that that you know we'll see we'll know 
maybe we have me back in three years' time, it'll be a, a little different story. Right? So you think you think you have enough juice to make it back to the woodlands right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get distracted. Actually, here in Sugarland, the Rudy's has. The Rudy's has uh, oh, okay. a, the a barbecue bank of Tesla charging okay. stations. Hubert, thank you so much for joining us. Okay. We're out yeah. of time yeah. and we're going to be going it. on. Yep. But we've talked to Hubert Vaznaik about gravity energy. That is gravity with an I, energy. And you can reach them at gravityenergy.com. Thank you so much for telling us about EV charging, uh, Hubert. News Radio. India News. Oh. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American, Indo-American News Radio. Radio.